Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Opposing the Matrix. You got Dave, and there's we got Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Hi. Good, good. You're coming across this. Uh, this is uh, kind of a. Uh, I, I tested this. We. Um, <laughs> I built a new. Com- well, actually, I bought a used computer and and uh, fixed it up. And uh, sometimes when you do that, it it throws some. Um, some chains into the works or so, or wrenches into the works. So, um, ladies, if you're out there, uh, let me know if you can hear me or hear us and it's coming through clear. Okay. Cause I don't want to do a two hour show <laughs> with, um, you know, choppiness and stuff like that. But when I just did a test show not too long ago, it came up, came over, uh, pretty well. So, um, <clears throat> we shall begin. Um, Tonight we're going to talk about some very interesting things that are that are going on. We have um, we're blessed actually um, to have family that uh, is very um, patriotic and uh, and they love the Lord and uh, that that's a wonderful thing. A lot of families can't say that, and if that uh, is your case, then we you know just keep praying because the Lord answers prayers. Um, vociferously actually he does anymore so anyway um what happened was we got um uh, we use a program called i think telegram and um we got some interesting um information uh from uh some family members i'm not going to say where they live or uh, or whatever um let's see uh, I'm looking at the, the different things that, uh, if, if you don't know, um, that the whole ploy down in Washington uh, was basically, uh, <clears throat> let's see, sound is A-OK now as well. Thank you very much, Winsong. Okay, we're a go, um, Brian. Uh, Great. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we got this from, from a relative that, that lives abroad. And, um, and it's very interesting. And, um, I think Brian's got a copy of it too. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you because this is very important because now is the time when a lot of people are starting to lose hope. Like, uh, you know, we're going to be stuck with Biden for four or eight years or Harris as the case may be, because we know that she's going to off Biden. It's the first chance she gets. Um, and then, uh, you know, that they're going to mess with the courts and, Maybe they'll make it so that, uh, you know, they can be elected more than twice and, and everything else. Because when you control, uh, well, someone once said that when you control, uh, the Senate, the Congress and the presidency, that basically it's, um, it's, uh, it's tyrannical. <clears throat> and, um, because you have no opposition whatsoever. So, uh, we, we hope and pray that that's not going to be the case. And, uh, there are indications that it may not be. So, um, I just want to say ahead of time, you know, if you, if you're one of those people that is doubting and has, um, <clears throat> like God has let us down or Trump has let us down, it's not over yet. Okay. And, uh, just remember that it's, it's not over until, uh, the 20th. And even after then it's, it's, it's an iffy situation. So, uh, if you uh, saw the message the other day, uh, a lot of people are calling it Trump's, um, concession. He never conceded during that. 
Um, he was calling for an orderly transfer of power, but that doesn't necessarily mean presidential power. It could be an orderly, and a lot of people are speculating, it's an orderly transition from the deep swamp to a constitutional republic, which we were always meant to be. And uh, <clears throat> so you know, if you read that speech and you have it and you're able to get it, I think it's important that you read it again. Because, um, you know, if you read it and then you listen to the, the newspeak people at, um, the, the media, the mainstream media, you'll, you're, they're going to tell you that it was a concession speech. It was not a concession speech. It was far from it. And, um, you know, just, uh, read it real carefully and then come to your own conclusions. Okay. Um, so anyway, this thing says, um, it says update. I'm so surprised how everyone is freaking out that Trump's vid- about Trump's video last night. These are the facts, and this will go on to explain that uh, Trump was not running for j- for just another four-year election. <clears throat> Number two, Trump was approached by the military to run for president. That's always been the, the common knowledge. Um, number three, Trump's win uh, entire win has been been and still is a military operation. Number four, Trump's first four years about drain, Trump's first four years was about draining the swamp. Number five, the swamp was deep and incorporated every industry in the world, banking, movie, pharmaceutical, food, you name it. They controlled it. Number six, Barack Obama, before leaving office, signed an executive order to part, to pardon anyone prior, prior of the, of crimes in the government. Um, and I think an important part of draining the swamp is going to be to nullify his uh, presidency. But anyway, um, number seven, these swamp rats could uh, not be tried for those crimes. So anything after B.O. left office, they could be tried for. Number eight, the military needs to catch them in the act, committing the crimes now. Number nine, <clears throat> Trump said that uh, he wanted a smooth, orderly transition of power. That means we are transitioning from the dysfunctional USA corporation to the real republic, not Biden. Number 10, at the end, Trump said, our incredible journey is just beginning. Okay, that's that's very important to remember. Uh, number 11, <clears throat> this is a military operation. The military are in control. Number 12, no matter what it looks like, it's all optics. Number 13, Trump won an overwhelming victory and will be president. Number 14, the swamp rats need to commit their crime. They did. Treason on the fraudulent uh, election and then a coup to remain a, to remove a sitting president for a second time. All of them at once. You are watching a movie that is well scripted. <clears throat> Number 15, relax and watch the show. The ending is going to be epic, biblical. Number 16, Trump will be the president. Imagine when the swamp is drained, what he can do for the next four years. He's accomplished so much with, um, he's accomplished so much with the swamp surrounding him. It will be incredible when they're not there. I'm, I'm going to add that in there. Um, and he says, from now on until January 20th, it'll be rocky. Brace yourselves, buckle up, but know that, but know, no matter what, Trump will be president, number 18, and it's the last one. Trump has said it over and over. We have it all. 
they have the, all of their crimes that they've ever committed, and especially those that they've done in the last four years, which have been in, incredible. So, Brian, what do you think about all that? Well, um, <clears throat> it sounds great. Um, I hope it's true. I think it is. Um, uh, it, it makes sense because Trump, from the very beginning of his presidency till now, he's always spoke um, pretty plainly. But at the same time, he hides messages in what he says. And also, he knows what the media wants to hear from him. So he manipulates them all the time with what he's saying. He He's such a genius in the way he can uh, put out information that they're totally going off on this information, but he's actually going the other way and the opposite way. And uh, so I'm hoping this is true. I think it is. Um, um, it's just the whole election, We, as we know, was a fraud. Right. You know, there's blatant uh of fraudulent um, election results and what they did in Pennsylvania and they did in Arizona and and, and North Carolina and different different places, Wisconsin. So yeah, I I, I could totally see this happening. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes sense, you know. Remember, whatever we watch on television is what they want us to see. Right. It's not. It's really what's happening. Uh, that's why remember Trump is for years has called it fake news because it's what they want us to see, what they want us to hear. This information comes into their newsrooms and they decide, okay, what do we want the public to know? Because we want the public to go a certain way. So they basically brainwash us uh, and they they get a narrative and they go that way in the narrative. And if you notice, all the uh, the mainstream news outlets almost say the exact same thing word for word. Uh And that's not an accident. That's not an accident. They I think they communicate with each other. And they're in it um, to to bring the new this new agenda from from Biden and, and the Democrats. It's it's you know you could paint it any way you but it's socialism which will end up being communism which will end up being a dictatorship. That's right. how it goes. Socialism, communism, dictatorship, Fidel Castro on steroids because this is America. And so uh, Biden's a puppet. And and uh, he's just a tool to get in there. But um, I thank God that Trump is there. Yeah. And he's he's uh, for our listeners. Yeah. He's rough around the edges. <laughs> you know, he's gruff. He's rough. But we need that. You know, George Bush and Obama and Clinton, you know, they, they told us what we wanted to hear, but they didn't tell us what was really happening. Right. They manipulated us and lied to uh, Republicans and Democrat presidents has been lying to us since Reagan. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Reagan was the last real good uh, populist president we have was Reagan. And they tried to shut him down and uh, they didn't. He got eight years in. And so this isn't even about elections now, Dave. This is about this is about what country we're going to raise our kids in. That's this right. is what this is about. This isn't about, oh, four years from now, it'll be a Republican again or eight years. And then things will go back kind of the way they were, because that's how it's been going, kind of back and forth. But really, when you think about it, um, especially the audience out there, there's not much difference in the Republican and Democrat administrations over the last 30 years. There's not that much. I mean, yeah, there's pro-abortion and and all that on on 
the Democrat side and Republicans is, is against abortion. That's a good thing. But besides that, immigration is the same. The way they deal with the debt, the way they deal with the military, it's it's kind of it's 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 not really a big difference. And so Trump came in, and he threw a wrench in the crank crate, uh, crank case, as they say in the old days when I grew up. That mm-hmm. he didn't go along with them. I imagine when he got in the office, they tried to manipulate him and and you know twist his arm, and he didn't go that way. So they had to get him out of there because. This is more than America. This is about an agenda to change our country forever. Right. And um, and it's actually it started when they took prayer out of the schools, and then when they they started uh, they did that. That was the beginning. But for the last thirty to forty years in our uh, universities and in our high schools, even in the elementary schools now. Um, they're, they're brainwashing our kids. I have a 14 a year old son who's in English honors where I live. And the very first book they gave him this year to learn is, well, I, I don't know, I should say this on air, but this is what he's reading. Uh, why, do, why do girls have big hips? That's what <laughs> they got him to read. And I, I know it's a shock. I hope the audience isn't shocked, but that's what they're teaching our kids in the public schools in Los Angeles County. California. Mm-hmm. And I, I say all this to make a point that that's nothing compared to what it's going to be if Biden gets in there. Um, and I'm not saying America's done completely if he does, but it's going to be a hard road. And yeah. I think Trump, is, I think it doesn't surprise me what you read, Dave, because Trump is a fighter. He's fought all his life. He knows people. He knows how to read people. He's a he's a businessman before he became president. And when you're in business like that, you know, you got to be able to read people and see where they're coming from. And I don't think all of this took him by surprise. Right. Because remember, Dave, last summer, Trump was talking about how they're going to cheat in the election in the summer. He was saying it. Uh So and that's exactly what happened. They they cheated. And so um, what you read and about the military being involved, it wouldn't surprise me. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me that Trump had another plan to back up in case he lost by cheating, by them cheating. And right. it, it seems like that's that's what's happening. Is I could be wrong. We could all be wrong in a week. It could be Biden. But uh, I could tell you one thing, folks. If Biden does win, there's 70, you know, they say there's 75 million vote, voters for Trump. It actually was over 80 because Biden stole probably six to eight million votes by computer. Right. They switched. And so let's just, for even numbers, say there's 80 million people, and those people have families. So let's just say 150, 160 million people, including families, that's half the country pretty much. that's right. And um, that half of the country, I've been, if I told you earlier, Dave, um, I think it was today, I've been meeting Trump. Uh, voters out there where I live, just around, and they're they're upset. This mm-hmm. is this is not going to go away. This isn't like uh, this isn't like Obama beating George W. Bush. This is this is not that. Right. This is something we've never seen before because because of technology and the internet and all these devices, we have information at our fingertips, and people know from what they've read. 
and what they've seen on the internet and by their family and friends and eyewitnesses, it was stolen. It was totally stolen, 100%. And I think what makes the Trump voters and myself and you, Dave, upset is how none of the courts would even listen to this. They right. would, and all these courts were Republicans and Democrats. So mm-hmm. I think Trump, you know, and when you think about it, Trump's a billionaire. He doesn't have to do this. He didn't have to be president. And even right now, he could just say goodbye. I've had enough. It's wrecked my family. They've attacked me. I'm done. I'm going to go play golf in Florida. But Trump is not that kind of person. He's a fighter, and he loves this country. He really does. He's kind of gruff, but the things he has done have I've never seen in my lifetime a president ever do. Right. I mean – I mean, Dave, like uh, like even uh, George W. Bush, George H. Bush and Clinton, they would make these promises and they might keep one, mm-hmm. maybe one for the whole four years. Right. Trump's done a whole page. I mean, beyond just dozens. And mm-hmm. so um, but the media wants to paint him as this lunatic, this renegade, this this loud mouth, you know, red blonde haired guy that's just full of himself. And uh, that's that's not true. And I say a man's character is not just what he says, but what he does. Mm-hmm. And when you move the embassy to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, that's that's amazing right there. Just that alone is noteworthy that he did that when everybody was telling him not to. Right. So it was landmark. Anyway, so yeah. So sorry to go on, Dave. It's just no, 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 no. I never apologize. Your opinion is very important. Uh, yeah, and those items you read were um, – uh, I got the same list, but I, I like where they said relax and watch the show because really, folks, um, if you're a God-fearing person out there, God is in control. This is his planet, and he owns it. It's, it belongs to him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to Republicans or Democrats or you or I. It belongs to him, and he's going to do what he wants, but um, I know God uh, upholds the righteous and he delivers them uh, from their enemies. And he, uh, this, this president has been attacked unjustly. And he has uh, more than any president I've ever heard in my lifetime. I've never heard a president speak so much of God in speeches before in my life. Exactly. And, uh, and always, he's always quoting a verse. He's always talking about God. He's always about praying he he has evangelicals come to the white house and pray over him and pray uh, i've heard that even went to the white house and prayed over each room and asked god's blessing over each room in the white house that they could have access to and they they did i've heard about that they they did that wow so phenomenal uh, yeah and they and i know they had bible studies and mike pence used to help lead the bible studies so that's why i'm a little shocked about pence and We'll have to see what happens with all this, if it's really true. But there are uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, even in our churches, folks. So um, not everybody is who they appear to be. Uh, <laughs> but then a man's heart will come uh-huh. out, you know. So I well, think it's not like you said, Dave, I'll be done. I, I don't think yeah. it's over yet. I don't think it's over. I don't either. Well, Windsong, uh, just um... – Typed in something. It's one of the things we were going to talk about. So thank you for the segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, why are the Democrats trying to impeach Trump when the inauguration is next week? 
Well, I, I kind of think that maybe it's uh, because they know that their name is written on the wall and they want to get him out before he can do uh, what he we, we are supposing he's going to do this next couple of weeks. And uh, they've even tried to get Trump or excuse me, um, Pence to uh, do the 25th Amendment where they would uh, uh, classify Trump as being uh, physically or mentally incapable of doing his job. And I'm sure that they would say it was mentally because physically he's in great shape. And I think he's mentally he's in great shape too. He's just, he's just a real person. And when you, when you have real people around fake people all the time, the fake people don't like it because they're, they're exposed for their fakeness. Um, but I, I think that she's trying to do that so that uh, there is no chance that he can in, invoke the insurrection act, which I think he's done already. Um, but uh, and and also if he's not there he can't direct people to arrest the deep state which she is uh uh Nancy Pelosi um, among many others is um a very uh high up on the list of that deep state as an operative for them um so i think that that's why they're doing that and, and the 25th amendment also um to 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 get rid of somebody that is an imminent danger to them even in the next two weeks, he's he's even more of an imminent danger than he was, um, you know, the last four years. Because, uh, and and you know, it's funny because a lot of the Q people were like, well, you know, or people I read Q, but why isn't he doing anything? Why isn't he doing anything? Well, like the like the thing we read, you know, he had to get all the evidence on everything and on everybody. But also, you know, if he would have done it in the middle, there would they would have had time to fight. And fight back, but um, but now that all the evidence is in, and um, and, and I know there's people out there going, "What evidence?" Everybody says there's evidence. What evidence? Well, you're going to find out really soon, because I got a feeling that Trump is going to declassify everything. There's rumor out there he's going to do that, and that's going to be everything. That's going to be the Kennedy assassination. That's going to be uh, all the misdeeds, uh, the Vietnam War, the real reason why we were there. Um, Everything. And, uh, when that happens, it's, uh, all hell is going to break loose, so to speak. And, and a lot of people are going to go down because of that. Um, I think, uh, a lot of them have already died or, or, you know, or in the throes of, uh, um, being close to death, meaning by their age, you know, because a lot of this stuff happened in the sixties and these people were, um, fully, fully adult in the sixties. So, uh, that makes them in their seventies and eighties right now. But, um, it's, um, it's going to be interesting if he does declassify everything because he's threatened to do it. And I do believe that he will do it. And, um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, I understand too that there's been, um, he's had to place Sidney Powell under protection, uh, because, you know, they're after her now. They're trying to sue her. Um, uh, the, that company, I can't remember the company that made the machines, um, are trying to sue her, um, saying for libel, saying that the, you know, that they had ill intent and that the machines were, um, deliberately rigged, uh, to let Biden win and things like that. So, um, what people don't understand is that when you make an accusation like that, it opens up the, um, it opens up the opportunity for the people that um, have the evidence to present the evidence. You know, it's, it's like, okay, well, you know, the, any, any decent judge would say, okay, um, 
you've opened this up. You've opened up this can of worms, so to speak. So let's dump the can of worms out on the counter and see what we find in there. You know, and otherwise, you know, they, her bringing it doesn't really mean anything. But when they bring it and try to charge her with something, then all of a sudden she's got a right to defend herself and to ask for all the evidence that um, that they have, and plus present all the evidence that she has. So it was really a stupid move uh, on the on you know, but the thing is that all these tech companies think that they have things wrapped up now. They think Trump has has been, uh, he's not going to be around anymore. So you have things like Parler being shut down, which it has been. Um, and you have things like uh, Twitter canceling the accounts of um, anybody it wants to, who they think is a danger to the the new machine that they're trying to set up. Um, Facebook is another one. And, um, so that the technocrats basically have, uh, have, uh, have it in their mind that they won. And there's, uh, several times in scripture that, uh, that, uh, God addresses people like that. You know, you think you've won, but you've really lost. You know, I think what was it? The, um, the five wills of Satan, I wills of Satan. And, um, I think it's in Jeremiah. I'm not sure. Um, where he says that, you know, he's going to basically try to become God, try to take over heaven and become God. And, uh, which, which is a lunatic act right there because the creation cannot take over the creator. But, um, anyway, uh, it's, it's a delusional sort of, of thinking. And that's what you see Nancy Pelosi coming out with all this stuff. I don't know if you saw it, but, uh, I guess that was on 2020. And Leslie Stahl was uh, interviewing Nancy Pelosi and um, and basically accused Nancy Pelosi of holding up the uh, stimulus act or the stimulus package for uh, for eight or ten months. And she came back. No, 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 that wasn't us. And Leslie Stahl says, um, I, I beg to differ, but it was you, you know, <laughs> and Nancy started. Wow. She just she just lost it with Leslie Stahl on 2020. So. It's it's interesting, and I don't know why Leslie brought that up because you know that's a media outlet that uh, we definitely do not trust. But uh, maybe just maybe they're starting to see that uh, that uh, they're in big trouble, <clears throat> and that if those those of them that are in those organizations um, start to cooperate, maybe uh, the the government or whatever it is, the military military tribunals or whatever form of uh, pr- prosecution happens um, we'll go lighter on them if they're um, if they start to uh, kind of uh, turn right now you know so uh, so in song um, that's why I think that uh, Brian do you have any other reasons why they might be trying to impeach him at this early or at this latest state yeah I mean it's um, you know strictly speculation but I think they don't want him to run again as president. So they're doing everything they can to destroy him now. So I, I heard if he's impeached, he can't run again. But then I heard, I think it was on um, either Sean Hannity or Sebastian Gorka's program that I, I think it was Sebastian Gorka said, even if he's impeached, he can run again. It's that if he's convicted of a crime, he can't. Right. So I, I think they're doing it for a couple of reasons. One, they hate him. And they want to destroy him and just scorch earth with him so nobody ever comes along like him again. It, people would think twice about running for presidency 
that are like Trump and believe like him. And, and they're doing it so he won't come back right. and his family won't come back. And because I think um, in the future, it's Don Jr. is going to run with Kimberly Guilfoyle as the first lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're even married yet. They may be. I'm not sure. But I I see that happening with them because a lot of people like Don Jr. and his crowds at his rallies were pretty big. Right. And um, and he's he's a lot like his dad, but he's not his dad either. So. Um, I think they're just trying to take Trump's family down and him down and punish him and make an example of him. And that's why they're going to try to impeach him before he gets out. Because in a normal year, which I don't even remember what that's like, but in a normal election year, if something like this happened, they would just let the president run out his term and let him retire. Exactly. Uh, But they're not going to. This is the first time I'm 62. I've been to a lot of elections like you, Dave. I have never seen this before where they go after a guy. Where it's it's um, it's it's I don't want to use the word, but it's it's uh, demonic almost. It's almost just like there's such a rage and a hatred for this man that it goes beyond just normal anger uh, to be able to. And, and they know that when they if they do this and they're trying to do it now, that it's going to make more Americans even more angry than they are now. Mm-hmm. And then Biden's going to get in there and call for unity. He's yeah. Become president, give a speech and call after they impeach this president, they're going to call for unity. Right. So they're just they're That's one thing with the liberals uh, and these, these socialist views. They, there's one big mistake they have made through all the centuries about socialism, communism, and this type of, uh, system is the people eventually people at first will get scared and bow down because they're afraid but you keep them oppressed long enough and beat them down long enough they will revolt yeah and that's what's going to happen here doing this impeachment is going to embolden the trump base and it's going to add to his base that people aren't even trump supporters now maybe don't even vote for him they might even be democrats thinking, this is crazy. What are you guys doing? And so they're even going to get more Americans, even more angry at them. And then Biden's going to be inaugurated on the 20th, maybe. And then he's going to call for unity. I don't think there's going to be unity. I, if Trump doesn't get in, there's not going to be unity, folks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to be a full-blown you know, house-to-house civil war, but it's not going to be good. And uh-huh. um, it, it already kind of started at the Capitol. And I think people are just frustrated because they know they're being lied to. They know they, the election was stolen from them. And they know that if there's ever another election in two years, unless the system is fixed, their votes are never going to count. Why vote? Mm-hmm. It's just it's rigged. So why why vote? And so I think good Good Americans from all cross places of life in this country are looking at this saying, oh, my goodness, we're losing our country and it's being not it's being stolen from us. It's not they didn't win the election on ideas and policies. They stole it. Right. And America, Americans know that. Now, the other side, the liberal side, 
they don't care if it's stolen or not. They just want their agenda. And they're thinking, it's, you just don't realize it's going to be good for you. That's their attitude. It's, it's going to be good for us, but it's not going to be good for us. Venezuela, their unemployment and their cost of living is skyrocketed. Millions of people are out of work and they're in poverty. Um, you know, our, our unemployment rate, I'm not sure what it is right now, got up to, I think, 14 or 15 percent during the pandemic. But it's been as low as 5 percent. But I could see going to 20 to 30 percent in a couple of years. Right. Uh, when you start shutting fracking down, you start attacking the oil companies and you start putting restrictions on them. They can't drill and do this. You start making everybody having solar power, whether they live in Alaska or Florida. Uh-huh. Um, you start retrofitting every building in America to be um, green, uh, like uh, AOC wants to do. Right. Uh, that's trillions and trillions of dollars. And that we don't have that money. We don't have it. No, our, uh-huh. our economy only produces about two trillion a year, which is crazy a lot. But they're talking nine to ten to fifteen to twenty trillion just mm-hmm. for the new green deal. Yeah. So um, it's just um, that's yeah, that's just it's not going to go over good with the American people. And um, <laughs> not at all. It's just yeah, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is not how you make this is not how you build unity in the American people. By doing well, this with Trump, and, the, uh, the insanity, were, uh, the insanity yeah. of the of the Democrat, or let's just say leftists, because I don't I don't even use the word Democrats anymore. They're leftists, um, yeah. and and if you're even if you're a, a moderate Democrat, you're you're still a leftist because you call yourself a Democrat, and Democrats are leftists, and you support a leftist agenda. Um, there, I said it. But anyway. Um, for, for instance, here, here's the reason, the kind of reasoning that, um, that these people use here up here in Oregon, you know, we don't get a lot of sunshine up here. Um, it's cloudy a lot, even in the summertime. I mean, we might, we might go for two or three months where we get, um, you know, days of sunshine, but the rest of the time it's either cloudy or foggy or raining or whatever. And everybody here has to be on vitamin D. That's how bad it is. Okay. Uh, cause there's not enough sunshine to give you vitamin D. Um, so anyway, this, this lunatic that's running this state here, she wants to, mm-hmm. she wants everybody to, she wants to get rid of carbon. So she wants to get rid of cars and trucks, traditional cars and trucks that, uh, use fossil fuels and, mm-hmm. and go everything, uh, with, uh, electric. Okay. Now that might sound fine and well, but first of all, I, I would not try to, if I was a truck driver, I would not want to drive an electric truck. Um, there's nothing that, that can convince me that an electric truck will have the power that a diesel engine has, okay, to get over some of these hills. Now, you think the commute's bad now? Wait. Um, another thing is that um, that means that you're going to have to hook up at home. And when you hook up at home, that battery's going to draw a lot of amps off of your electrical uh, bill, okay? So your electric bill's going to rise. Okay, so how do they make electricity? Well, out here, you know, it rains so much, so a lot of it's hydroelectric. Uh, but some of the, some of it's, um, very small. I mean, a minute, it might be wind power or solar power. Solar power is really a joke in Oregon. Um, but, uh, I mean, it works, but not, not like it would in California or, or uh, Arizona. Um, so she wants everybody to go that route. 
Um, and I think it was about six months ago, she comes out with a new press release that she wants to take, um, there's a, there's a river down south called the Klamath River, and it, it starts at uh, Lake, the Klamath Lake or Lake Klamath, and it goes, uh, it goes across the border into California and out into the ocean. And, um, she wants to get rid of, uh, let's see, I think there's eight dams on that river. She wants to get rid of six of them or seven because of the salmon. It interferes with the salmon run. And six of those seven dams are hydroelectric. So she wants to take down hydroelectric dams, but at the same time make us all electric, drive electric cars. Um, so where is that energy going to come from? It's going to come from coal-fired um, electric uh, plants uh, back east or up in Washington or whatever. Um, so that, you know, that just kind of, it's, it's circular stupidity is what it is. And, um, and, and there's no answer for it whatsoever. Um, except that it, to say that it's stupid. <laughs> it's just, but, uh, so that's the way that they think, um, you know, with this green deal you were talking about, you know, and I've heard if, if, um, figures up to a hundred trillion, um, by the time it's all over. And, um, and then, you know, what about breakage? What about breakdown? Uh, the technologies that they want to introduce, are they, are they good technologies or are they something that hasn't been tested? Kind of like the COVID-19 vaccine, you know, um, it's been touted. I had a laugh the other day. It said it was touted as one of the most, um, tested vaccines ever. Well, no, it hasn't because it's been rushed through and it's been only tested on humans. And boy, I'll tell you, in six months from now, you're going to be reading in the news that a lot of people were affected negatively by it. And if you got it and you did it and your conscience said that was okay, then that's fine, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I'm definitely resisting it. And I know a lot of other people who are. But um, anyway, this is this is the game book that they're, they're trying to instill upon us. You know, they're trying to to get it uh we're the government we know everything basically they're trying to make themselves god and um it's funny because we've been listening to the book 1984 um where somebody reads it to you and the guy's an excellent reader um and uh he it's like he's reading what's going on in the news today it's really weird (laughs) it's um you know, maybe a little more extreme than than what we have right now. But, you know, that's not to say that that won't happen in the near future. But um, it's it's just kind of it's freaky. It's it's out kind of outer worldish and outlandish at the same time. But, um, man, if, if Biden were to get in office, well, I'll tell you, kiss privacy goodbye. Kiss kiss a lot of things goodbye because you'll never see him again. I promise you. But, um, yeah, we better get back to the, um, what was written here. Let me see. I don't want to hit a wrong button. Okay. So then, uh, Brian, I think, uh, you got this too. Now this is highly controversial. Um, everything that you read online, if you go online and type this into Google or whatever, um, you're going to come up with things that say that this didn't happen, that this was a hoax. It was, um, um, you know, it was a joke that people are playing on other people, um, and that it can't be done. Uh, and this was supposedly placed on parlor just before it shut down. Okay. And, um, and it comes from, a um, uh, an entity on parlor, uh, called Donald J. Trump at Trump 
uh, Team Trump News. Okay, and uh, I can't see a date stamp on it, but it said it was posted three hours ago, whenever that was. Um, and it had uh, 25,344 views, and somebody was kind enough to do a screenshot and save it. Um, anyway, it says, um, and these are in um, all capital letters, okay? So, you know, that means it's very important, in case you didn't know that. Um and it says, I have, and it's supposedly Donald Trump, I have invoked the Insurrection Act of 1807 to address the treasonous rebellion conducted by the Democrats and Republican lawmakers, CCP agents, excuse me, the FBI, DOJ, CIA, and others to undermine, corrode, and dismantle the United States of America and its Constitution. These entities pose a direct threat to national security. I will remain president indefinitely until all domestic enemies are arrested. That's pretty dang powerful, (laughs) if you ask me. (laughs) And, um, you know, you know what? Maybe um, we'll get your thoughts on it, Brian. Then we're going to play a video that kind of talks about that, maybe two or three videos, um, because it is a, a highly controversial thing. Um, can he do it? Can't he do it? Um, I don't know if you remember, but when, uh, they were burning down, what was it? I don't know. They're burning down one of the cities and, uh, he invoked this act actually and said, if you guys don't, I think it was Minneapolis. He says, if mm-hmm. you guys don't knock it off, I'm sending the troops in. There's an insurrection going on. So according to the, the what I've read in us code, um, what he has to do is proclaim that there's a problem, then tell them to knock it off, give them a time frame to knock it off, and then if that doesn't work, then he can send in the troops. Okay, which all three things he did with Minneapolis. And um, Brian, I, I know I, I, I texted you this, um, a couple of different things that has to do with Apple. And if you have an Apple iPhone, um, I've never... I've always liked apples, but for now, I really wish I had an Android. But um, anyway, uh, there was one thing that said that, uh, you know, you had to go in and change um, a setting in Apple because Apple automatically sets it up to where it does automatic updates on uh, on its uh, operating system. And what they were going to do in the new operating system is uh, remove, um, remove the uh, – uh, there's there's a thing that's uh, that, that's in the program that if the president releases a an emergency thing uh, over the air, well, it'll broadcast on your phone. Well, Apple was going to take that out of there, so you can go in there and shut that off to where it doesn't automatically update. So that's all fine and well. And then um, there was another thing I, I sent out, and there uh, something else you had to shut off on there uh, to where Apple could. Um, oh, Apple! It was Apple can remove any anything it wants to from your phone without your permission. So um, people that were on um, um, Parler were very concerned about that because Apple could go in right into your phone and take Parler out of there and you'd have no say about it. But there's there's a way you can shut that off too. Uh, it didn't do any good because Parler's gone. Um, for now, anyway, I think they're, they're working on setting it up on different servers. Um, it was too important of a uh, an outlet for for it just to disappear like that. And then um, let's see. 
Uh, my wife just handed me something. It's on Breitbart. It says, France, Germany, Mexico, Australia join international outcry over censorship of Donald Trump. So people wow. around the world are starting to take notice of it. Thank you. And uh, and so uh, maybe this is going to turn into an international thing, you know, because if they can do it to the most powerful nation on earth, they can do it to anybody, right? Um, so, uh, <clears throat> Brian, do you think that, um, you know, I haven't read that, and uh, do you think it, this – uh, I know you haven't had a chance to really to look at it too much, but uh, do you think that maybe it's it's a hoax or 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 what? Um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? And then we'll listen to those videos. Um, well, um, I, I was really doubting it. I was kind of thinking maybe it's not real, but then the the mainstream news is actually talking about it, saying it's fake. So like I told you earlier, Dave, I think it was before the show. Right. When the mainstream news starts attacking something, then it must be have some validity to it. Right. Because if, if it's if this is a hoax and it's fake, then why spend so much time denouncing it if it's fake? Right. And so, I mean, it looks real. It's got his picture on it. You know, it's got a, the parlor logo. It looks real. Um, as far as the act of 1807, that's accurate. Everything on here is what he can do is accurate. Um, it's definitely within the laws of the Constitution and the president. Um, a foreign or domestic um, influence has changed our election. Because folks remember that um, Venezuela is the one that supplied the voting machines that were sw- switching the Trump votes to the Biden votes. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, uh, Trump had the Navy SEALs raid uh, some uh, offices in Germany, and they found all these computers where all the votes from America were being sent to Germany to a main server and then been sent back to America for Biden. Mm-hmm. And this is actually was on the mainstream. This was on the not mainstream, but this was on the news. Right. It was on Fox, different places. So this actually happened. So you have two foreign countries trying to change our election. Uh-huh. They interfered. So Trump has uh, not even counting what the Democrats have done. And if he has any kind of evidence on Pelosi, I, I don't know. But this right here is more than enough for him to activate uh, the act of 1807, uh, the insurrection law. He could actually do it just on that basis. Right. So um, I think there's some validity to this, but there's so much stuff on the Internet now, just everywhere. As you know, Dave, because today right. we've gotten inundated. Um, so, but what it says is true uh, as far as what Trump can do. Did he do it? I don't know. But, folks, I got a feeling, um, as I said, what Dave read earlier, buckle up. I think this is going to be a crazy next 10 days before the inauguration. Right. I, I, I think it's going to be crazy. And um, I, I, uh, I would just say and and to stock up a little bit of food and not that it's going to be a big run on the stores, folks. But uh, when, you know, when the pandemic started, you know, the stores had a, you know, they ran out of food and, you know, toilet paper and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be kind of the same thing like that. 
We're not going to be fighting for food on the streets. I'm just saying be wise and just have a little extra food for the next week or two. Um, because if Trump does do this, um, you know the left is going to go crazy. Right. So, but I, I think there's some validity to this, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'll have to say, Dave. No, that's, that's good. It's good. It's, um, and you're right. If the press is saying that something's good, it's bad. And if it's bad, it's good. So, um, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's so much truth in that statement that, uh, I don't know where to begin, but, um, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> excuse right? me. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, you know, it reminds me of a speech and I, I don't have the audio to it, but, um, there was a speech back in the 1980s or 70s. I can't remember where, um, Oh, Henry Kissinger was addressing, or was it David Rockefeller? That's who it was, was addressing, um, a bunch of the media, um, elite and thanking them for their, for printing what they wanted them to print and not printing what, what they didn't want them to print because it's made it easier for the new world order to, to, to come into fruition or even, you know, to begin back then. Um, but, uh, so, you know, and, and it's funny, it's never been, um, never been, uh, fact check as far as I could tell as being false that it really did happen. And it happened in New York, I think. But, um, you know, uh, that kind of reminds me, and I think it's in one of the audios we're going to listen to in a minute, but, um, I don't know if you know, but the power went out in, um, in large, large sections of Italy, especially the Vatican. Huh. And, really? uh, yeah, and, uh, there's, there's speculation that, uh, that, uh, either U.S. soldiers or, um, maybe Italian police went into the Vatican and made a whole bunch of arrests because of, uh, uh, you know, the child, uh, pedophilia thing that's been going on. It's going on everywhere. But, um, and one of the things that, uh, we're going to hear, I, I do believe in one of the videos, um, somebody's going to make a comment about that. And they're going to say, yeah, well, you know what, it's, it's totally going to destroy the Catholic faith and those who believe in the Catholic faith. Well, I disagree with that. Okay. And here's why. Because there are people that all around this world that hate Trump. Um, here's, here's a good example. Um, I was working in a pharmacy one day, a retail pharmacy, and a couple of people from Germany came in. And I, I went out there, and I probably shouldn't have done this, but I, I asked him, I said, you know, what is the perception of, and let's see, who was president back then? It would have been um, right when Bush was starting, I think. might have even been before that. It might have been just post-Reagan. But anyway, um, so, you know, I said, what is the German perception of the of America, of the American people? He says the German people do not like the American government, but they love the American people. Okay. And that's, that sums up the way I feel about, um, what this guy is going to say about Roman Catholicism is that, you know, I don't necessarily agree with Roman, Roman Catholicism. Um, you know, I'm a Protestant and, ha- you know, we have been a Protestant family for a number of years, uh, decades. Um, but, you don't judge a whole people by what their leader is because in most cases, the leaders are corrupt and the people are, most of the people are pretty nice people. 
you know, they just have to live under a system like we'll have to live under if this Biden thing goes through. But um, so, you know, I just want to make that um, that clarification before this guy pronounces that, because I do I don't think that. Um, you know, if the Pope got arrested or whatever, if he was taken out, I don't know, um, that, um, <clears throat> that the, the people that, I, I may I always make a distinction between the Vatican and, and the Roman Catholic people. Okay. Cause there is a difference. The Vatican are the, are the rulers and the people are the people. Um, there are big differences in, uh, in the Catholic church in the United States and Mexico, for instance, in Mexico, it's, it's not just a faith. It's a, it's a way of life. It's a tradition, and it's a um, you know there's there are there are people that leave Catholicism in Mexico that are killed because they they left the Roman Catholic faith, and um, it's you know I, I learned it from my first wife and didn't see it firsthand, but I've heard it from other people. Um, the, the Roman Catholic Church in the United States is a lot different. Um, you know they might not agree with. Uh, uh, you know, a Roman Catholic marrying a Protestant, you know, if the Protestant hasn't gone through the rituals to become Roman Catholic, but, um, you know, they may not agree with it, but, and they may ex- even excommunicate them or sanction them. Um, but, you know, nobody gets killed over the affair. Um, not like, not like down in Mexico and in other Latin American countries where that, that is often the case. Um, and, um, so anyway, I just wanted to, to clarify that because I don't think that, it would be just like if, you know, we, we found out that, well, a lot of people have said that Billy Graham was a, a Mason. Well, I don't know if he was or not, but all I know is that he stood up uh, in stadiums and, and everywhere else and preached the gospel and millions and millions of people got saved because of uh, what he did. And, uh, you know, whatever his affiliation was with the Masonic Lodge, if, it, if he had any at all. You know, that's between him and, and God right now because that's where he is or he's, he's answered to him anyway. And, um, <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to put that in there. And, um, so anyway, henceforth, I like that word henceforth. I, I have to find the program that we're broadcasting with. Okay. There we go. Um, there's three videos that I, I downloaded the uh, MP3s for. Uh, one is called Trump is Your President. It's by a Bryson Gray. Um, another one is called um, Insurrection. And these two, I think, are, are by the same person. Um, and the intro music to his his uh, YouTube channel is annoying to me, and it may be to you. I'm just going to let you know ahead of time. I'm not a big fan of rap. Um but the guy is uh, is probably our age, Brian, you know, or close to it, you know, early 60s. But uh, for some reason, he uses that, that that music to to attract people and whatever. But um, anyway, so uh, he's they're going to explain to you about, um, well, you'll see when you listen to it. And then there's another one that's a British fellow. And um, he invokes the name of God a couple of times. However, when you look at his video, he's got like pyramids and stuff on, on his desk. And so it makes you, makes you wonder. Um, I'm not trying to diss him or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, you, you think you would see other things than uh, pyramids. It makes you wonder if he's a, a new ager, but, uh, the, the message that he delivers is, is quite clear and succinct. And, uh, as far as I can tell the truth, and we can discuss it afterwards, whether, um, 
you or anybody in the audience uh, wants to write on the uh, format, uh, they can about it. But um, anyway, so let's start with uh, well, with the first one. It's three minutes and nine seconds long. The second one's three minutes and 28 seconds. The third one's a little long. It's 21 minutes and nine seconds, but uh, it's got some very good information in it. So, um, and after each one, we'll, we'll break. And um, if, if there's any discussion, we can uh, we can do that before we move on to the next one. So let's start with this one, okay? And again, I apologize for the intro music, but it is what it is. I had a great night's sleep on my, my oh. pillow. Okay, hold on a second. It looks like they took the intro music out. Um, this is the, the guy um, that uh, does my pillow, and he's good friends with Trump. Okay, um, actually, this is the intro. I'm sorry, but uh, I just wanted to let you know who's who's gonna you're gonna be listening to, primarily. Um, so here we go. Last night, I'd like to thank Mike Lindell. I wonder what he's up to. All I want to do is give everybody confidence that Donald Trump's gonna be your president for the next four years. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I'm back. Let's get it. I'm actually going to be meeting with General Flynn, Sidney Powell, everybody on my team. A lot of stuff going on that I can't say. All I want to do is give everybody confidence that Donald Trump's going to be your president for the next four years. This video is uploaded by Mike Lindell on his Twitch stream. And I heard about it through uh, Bevelin Beattie, link below. He opened it back up. He's having a meeting with Uh-oh. General Flynn and Sidney Powell and the Trump team. Let's hear the rest of it. Uh, wind songs, Officer, do you hear anything? They're very much afraid all the evidence that I know is there is going to come uh, out I don't hear week. anything, Dave. And everybody praying, everybody praying for protection for everybody that's standing up to these guys for our country. This is the only time we have in history. It shows it's going guys. out, though. To, to suppress the evil and um, and beat the evil. Um, this is uh, um, it's, it's a blessing that we're time we're in. We're on election night that the uh, that Donald Trump got so many votes that actually uh, broke the algorithms of the machines. This is all going to be revealed if we if that hadn't happened. It. If all of you hadn't voted our country, if we hadn't all voted and his with because of this great president, uh, if those algorithms would not have broke. And we wouldn't be sitting here talking right now. We would all went to bed. They would have had, would have been over in the morning. And uh, but because yeah, Dave, uh, he got on six million speaker, more votes than what they expected, live. which is close to eighty okay. million. And this will all come out. I, I can go to. I know they got sixty-eight million. If that, I mean, they. Uh, but they, you're uh, going to see all these things. I'm um, heading out now from Minnesota, and um, I'm going to keep you all updated. We're actually going to do a. A uh, filming. I'm going to get something filmed when we're presenting all the evidence, so that you all can see this. I want I want America to see what I've seen, all the evidence, because this is this isn't something where we can ever get complacent on. This is a fight for everything we've grown up with, everything we live for, everything this country stands for. The whole world is watching, and 100% Donald Trump is going to be your president in the next four years. We cannot, uh, I don't want anyone out there to lose their faith. Everybody keep praying. And uh, if you're looking what to pray for, pray for um, for God's will here and for protection from all the people involved. Lindell is not a crazy. 
He's a regular guy. He's a very successful businessman. Good guy. Let's pray for him. Like he said, let's pray for this whole situation. Pray for our country. Pray that God's will be done. Sleep well on a my pillow. I'm Doug Tenaple in exile. <laughs> Doug Tenaple in exile. I love it. Uh, I think that's the name of his program. So, folks, um, so the I knew for a while now that uh, Mike Lindell um, has been friends with President Trump. As a matter of fact, he's even Trump has um, <clears throat> introduced him before and asked him to speak. So um, it may be that this man is going to hold some uh, cabinet position in the future. Uh, I don't know. But um, he uh, he was privy to a lot of information that uh, is going to come out really soon. So um, I know you didn't get to hear the whole thing, Brian. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I, I got the last few minutes of it. And so this is pretty recent, Dave. This speech he gave is after the election and pretty recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, okay. pretty, it's been this week. So. Oh, wow. So he, so he knows stuff that we don't know that, wow, that's that's really great. Yeah. And this this is a man that, first of all, he's a believer. Um, yeah. Second of all, he's um, he's a friend of Donald Trump's, and um, <clears throat> and I got a feeling. I just got a strange feeling that um, if and when a new administration um, is formed and and the government is realigned, that this guy is going to hold some kind of cabinet position. I really do. Um, I think he's smart enough to do it. I think he's savvy enough, and um, yeah. and Trump trusts him. And that's the kind of person we need in office. You know, it's a person that, that Trump can trust. You know, it's uh, you can't trust anybody that's in politics. I'm sorry. Um, from from a city council member. Well, Brian, you're, you're familiar with Eugene politics, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so what happened was um, a few years ago, they, they had this thing. Um, and I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's it's kind of like a, bu- a bus that goes all over the place, and it's dedicated to certain areas of the town. And um, what they were going to need to do to get this thing running was uh, build special lanes. And, um, you know, in some parts of town where the, the, the thoroughfare was wide enough, they were going to put it in the center. But in other parts of town, they were going to take a lane away from the the, the traffic. And in some parts of uh, of Eugene, there's only two lanes, so that would lead one lane for traffic. And and you can't drive in those lanes, those bus lanes, unless you're making a right turn somewhere or something. Um, well, anyway, uh, a lot of people were opposed to that. When I first moved up here, there were signs all over the place that said no on this. Um, it was addressed to the city council by people that said, no, we don't want this. Um, it was never put up as a referendum, and the city council just said, well, we're going to do it. <laughs> See you later. We're doing it. Bye. And that's the way that, that communism works. You know, it's like, okay, we'll listen to you, but we're going to do it anyway. But we're, we're going to listen to you just so that we, you know, you can never say we didn't listen to you, And, um, and but we're going to do it anyway. So, um, so that's the way that, that government operates, even in, in the smallest of towns. Um, you've heard about the the the, uh, the insurrection that happened after um, after World War II. I think it was down in Kentucky somewhere. Um, the soldiers, while they were at war, were um, uh, the the politicians were uh, exacting taxes on people that were unfair. Um, when soldiers were coming back and receiving their bust out pay, the uh, the uh, 
the city manager and, and um, his goons who are criminals. He actually recruited criminals. Um, you know, knock on the door and say, you know, give us your bust out pay or else. Um, well, anyway, what happened was the war, the war finally ended and a whole bunch of soldiers came back, realized what was happening. Um, they raided the, the armory um, in, in that town and uh, took back control. Um, there was a, a small firefight and um, there was a hostage exchange um, because the, the soldiers had taken over and, and basically were holding the, uh, the bad guys in jail. And afterwards they released them. But... Um, uh, the, you know, the, the, um, state government would not get involved because they didn't think it was important enough to get involved in it until it started making national news. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they started speaking about it, but never really did anything that I can recall reading about. But anyway, um, this is what happens when the, the uh, even in the smallest of towns, you get corrupt politicians that get a little bit of power and they start, um, um, exercising their dominion over other people. And, um, it starts in the, the smallest parts of government, goes all the way up to, uh, well, not right now, the White House, but, uh, uh, the Congress, the, the Senate. Um, so everybody needs to be thrown out and, and people need to be replaced. Um, um, there's very few, I think, that are, that exist in the Congress or the Senate that are, that are, um, remotely good people. And, um, so it's, it's going to be quite a task, but, um, um, so anyway, um, <clears throat> um, so Brian, I'm going to start the second one and, and you, you know, you can, I think you're using your phone to listen. So, um, you know, you can go ahead and, and start listening to that and we'll, um, we'll go ahead and talk about it afterwards. This is the same, um, host by the way. So here we go. Did Trump sign the insurrection act? I mean, he could. It's legal. What's the Insurrection Act? Dinosaur rag like Time magazine. Here we are on June 2nd of last year, citing a 213-year-old law, the Insurrection Act of 1807, as is his legal authority. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them, the president said Monday evening. He announced that he had the authority to send thousands of troops to deploy to Washington, D.C. in response to days of increasing unrest in the city. Of course, this was back when D.C. was being burned to the ground by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. So no one on the left had a problem with it. Let's take a look at the context for where we're at now. Trump is still president. Could he sign the Insurrection Act? Here we are over on the History Channel's History.com on the Insurrection Act and Jefferson and Aaron Burr. In 1861, Abraham Lincoln expanded the law to form the legal basis for waging civil war. Without it, he wouldn't have had the authority to send federal troops into a state without the governor's permission. After the Civil War, the Insurrection Act was further amended to give the president the authority to enforce the 14th Amendment and the conditions of reconstruction in the South. That authority is now found in Section 253 of Title 10 of the U.S. Code, which gives the president the right to take military action 
within a state when any part or class of its people is deprived of a right, a privilege, immunity, or protection named in the Constitution and secured by law, and the constituted authorities of the state are unable, fail, or refuse to protect that right, privilege, or immunity, or to give that protection. Here's where we'll turn it back to you, the amazing watchers of this video. You can comment below and tell me, when was the last time that the people were immunity or protection named in the Constitution and secured by law, constituted authorities of the United States, when they were unable or fail or refuse to protect that right, privilege, or immunity, or give it protection. You can uh, leave me those comments below. Oh, and here's two-time murderer O.J. Simpson agreeing with Bill Cosby, CNN, and all the Never Trumpers. I watched a guy in the midst of a, a felony sit at the desk of Pelosi with his feet up and have the gall to take a picture and put it on the internet, I guess. Uh, at least the guy that was in the vice president's chair wore a mask, but I know this. That was a felony. They were destroying property and stealing things. And Oh, you know a felony. They kicked Trump off Twitter, but O.J. Simpson still gets to pee on Twitter. Same with Bill Cosby. Good job, Jack. I'm Doug Tenaple in exile. Doug Tenaple. Okay, so he gave himself credit, so I don't have to do it. And the program is in exile, and it's on YouTube. So <clears throat> anyway... Um, pretty interesting and uh to know that uh, abraham lincoln used it and what happened when he was president in the civil war uh uh kind of it's it's brian does that seem like an indicator to you that we're, we're kind of going in that direction yeah i mean it sure does because uh first of all trump a few days ago when he came out and said uh, we actually talked about it tonight a smooth transition of power that has nothing to do with conceding the election results. He did not concede to Biden. So Trump knows how to use words to play on people. That's what he's really good at. People think he's you know, ignorant and not very well spoken, but he actually is really smart. And uh, yeah, I think 100%. I think that this is something he's thinking about even tonight. And I... I wouldn't put it past him to do it because, you know, this isn't like I said before, Dave, this is not a normal election year. If this was, I mean, as, as radical as Obama was, Obama looks uh, like a conservative next to Biden and Kamala Harris. Right. Um, uh, and and so does Hillary. So this this is the next level. These people in the past, the 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 liberals. In the past would skirt around issues and not tell us what they really think about something they would never come out and tell us what they really really believe right now we know exactly what they believe because every day on television for the last six months to a year they've told us exactly what they're going to do if they get power mm -hmm. so you have to believe what they're going to do our rights as americans will be gone the first amendment will be gone the second Amendment will be gone i mean the the right to worship freely is going to be gone um, Bibles are, are going to be a thing of the past. Eventually, they're going to ban the Bible. They've already yeah. tried to ban Christmas, and they're going to go out. You watch my – I just know this is going to happen, Dave. Easter is coming up in March or April. I didn't look at the calendar, but it's close. So I think they're going to make a surge for COVID during that time 
keep people at home. But yeah, I think that um, Trump's going to use this act. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do too. And um, that's an interesting point you bring up because it's, it's, you know, with the, with the holiday coming up um, in at least a couple of months, it's um, they're already ramping it up. You know, um, we got a uh, letter from Kate Brown the other day. Um, I, since I work for the state, we get lots of letters from her. And, um, yeah, you could tell I'm really happy about it, right? Um, anyway, uh, you know, she was telling us about the, well, this was about the, um, the thing that happened in Washington at the, uh, Capitol building, but, uh, she's been sending a lot of correspondence and they're, they're really amping up the, uh, the COVID-19 thing now. Um, they're amping it up so that people get that injection. Um, a lot of people are taking it um, at work. Most most of my coworkers have taken it. And you know what's funny is um, <laughs> I got this this guy that um, that I work with, and uh, he's he's a dyed in the wool uh, leftist. I wouldn't even call him liberal anymore. But um, he was talking about um, there's some of us that have chronic conditions that have gotten um, basically permission not to have to go around the whole hospital because the more people you come into contact with, the more chance of catching COVID you have. And after the last six months that I've experienced, I, I don't want to get sick again. I'm tired of being sick. Well, anyway, um, that's all in the works. But in the meantime, um, you know, there, there are orders for me just to stay on my unit or on my program um, so that, um, you know, that, that I'm safe. Well, uh, the one guy I work with, and, and you know what, what kills me is a lot of times when leftists talk, they don't, they don't come out right out and say what they mean, you know? And so, you know, I was with this other guy who's also got an exemption because he's got, um, a very serious, um, autoimmune, um, disorder. And, um, you know, so this, this leftist says, uh, well, there are some people in this hospital, and he raises his fingers and did air quotes, that, um, you know, can't get floated, which means, you know, sent to other units and areas, because uh, they have excuses for it. And, you know, if it ever happens again, I'm going to say, you know, if you're going to say something, just say it. You know, I'm tired of this beating around the bush garbage that you liberals do. You know, if you're going to offend me, offend me to my face. And not as some third party that you're talking about. But anyway, um, so Kate, um, is really ramping up and, and I did a, a numbers crunch one day and I looked at the mortality rate and believe me, you know, being a believer, um, being a pastor and, and also just loving people, I, the death of anybody just really bothers me. Okay. I, I know it's a part of life, and if uh, and if you're a believer, it's really a, a blessed part of life because you go to be in a better place with 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 our Lord. <clears throat> but um, uh, the people for the people out there that don't have hope, I you know I I really feel bad when somebody passes away. And um, where was I going with this anyway? So um, I did a, a numbers crunching thing and, and came out to find out that the whole population of Oregon, I think. It was 0.0009% of people that were actually dying from COVID. Most people are catching it and getting over it. You know, you do have your older people that are, that are catching it and, you know, and succumbing to it. 
or or they have conditions that it just accelerates the condition that they're dying from. I happen to have a good friend that that's happening to right now, and God bless her. You know, my heart's with her, and and I hope that um, you know that she finds comfort um, in 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 the Lord. But um, it's uh, it's not as critical as they're talking about. Um, I don't. I still, you know, I hear every once in a while people talking about, oh well, the the ICUs are filled up. Well, you know. I don't know what to believe anymore because if it's a if it's a liberal shill or a leftist shill that's that's out there saying that, you know, I don't know if it's true. And if it's the press that's saying it, I really doubt it. Um, most people get over it. I, the younger people um, that I've known have had it. Um, some of them are asymptomatic. You know, they don't even feel like they're sick, but the test came back. Now, whether the test was a false positive, I don't know, but. Um, it's um, it's important to realize that the these numbers are being inflated, like you said, Brian. You know, as as we get closer to important holidays, and and you had a governor down there that was telling people not to uh, not to have more than six people in the house, and I think some people got arrested. Our governor did the same thing. Um, she said she was going to have Zoom meetings with all of her family, and I'm like, oh boy, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but most people I know defied the orders and, and went and spent uh, Christmas and, and also Thanksgiving with each other. And, and um, you know, the heck with what the government has to say. But um, anyway, it's, it's, it's interesting that, um, that you brought that up because I, I do believe that um, we're going to start hearing about higher numbers and higher mortality rates. And um, they don't even really come out with mortality rates anymore. They just come out with people catching it. Have you noticed that? They're not really yeah. telling you that a lot of people are dying from it because it's the truth. A lot of people aren't dying from it. Um, most people catch it. They might have get the syndrome like I have uh, afterwards. But, um, you know, we're alive. We're well. We're we're talking. We're breathing. Well, some, some of us are having a harder time with that than others. But, um, you know, but it, the thing is that, just like when we were kids, um, I was um, going through some paperwork the other day, and I found my immunization records from when I was a child. And um, it shows that we needed, I think, five different injections. Um, you know, albeit it, it was over a period of time, you know, so that, you know, you got five on one day, and you got five maybe six months later, and then a year later. So, But it was for five different conditions. And I think it was, well, it was definitely smallpox. It was... Um, uh, polio, because that was a that was a big thing back in the fifties and forties, um, and and a couple of others. I think one was tetanus and diphtheria, and the third one was um, or fourth one was I can't remember. But anyway, um, and we all lived. You know, we we went through periods of time, and when we were kids, where we we came down with the chicken pox, and um, you know, then it went through the whole family. The whole family got it. We stayed in our house, didn't go outside. Other people came and delivered meals to us and stuff like that. And then we got over it, and that was it. <clears throat> Same thing with the mumps, uh, the measles, and stuff like that. And nowadays, when when all these other people are, are applying for jobs and they have to get all these shots, I just go in to get my titers taken. And, you know, it just shows that you have the antibodies to these different diseases. And I'm like, okay, all's fine. Don't have to do that. Um, so there's a lot to be said for, um, 
and then I heard another falsity the other day um, that it takes 90% of the population to achieve herd immunity. No, it's more like I think it's 70%. So if they come up with it with the 90% number, um, that's a bunch of garbage. Um, and that's just a ploy to get you to take the vaccine. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Song is saying our parish church is averaging about 30 people on Sunday mornings. Masks are worn most of the time. Okay. So again, she, you know, her church is meeting, they're wearing their masks, everything's fine. You know? Um, so anyway, I just, you're, you're so right about that. They're, they're just, it's kind of like priming a pump. You know, if you go up to a pump that hasn't been used for a while, the old hand pump, you know, like they used to have. It ain't going to work, but if you dump some water down it and prime it, you know, all of a sudden you start pumping and it's working and it's pumping water from down on the ground. And that's what they're doing. They prime the public. They condition, I guess is a better word. Or if you watch TV, why do you think they call it programming? Um, because they, they program you through and condition you through um, to the things that we watch on television. So um, anyway, uh, that's why... I think a lot of Republicans are refusing to vote because um, they're hearing other people say, well, I'm not going to vote. I heard that from a guy at work the other day. Well, you know, if Trump doesn't get in, I'm never voting again. And I said, well, I'm going to keep voting. And he said, why? It doesn't do any good. And I said, yeah, but at least my voice is heard. And if they know that there's just one person out there that's against their agenda, you know, it shows that, you know, there are people that are dangerous to them out there. And it keeps them on their toes. When you stop showing that you care, they think they've won, and I don't want them to think they've won. And I think I, I think I got through to the guy actually. <laughs> yeah, I hope I did. Um, okay, so um, the last one we're going to play is, is from a, a, a guy from Britain actually, but he seems to have some intelligence sources, and um, I found it quite interesting. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play that, and then. Um, we're already at an hour and 20 minutes, so that'll bring us to an hour and 40 minutes. Um, and then we can finish up the show. But um, So here we go. Trump signs Insurrection Act, General Flynn to be next vice president, it's called. Hello, and welcome to uh, another update. Uh, the 10th, and as perhaps many of you would expect, uh, I haven't been... Uh, had many hours sleep it's been uh, quite an interesting evening and I want to go in and uh, tell you stuff that perhaps is new to you and some that might not be but we'll give you some clarification okay uh, it's not unusual for me to receive messages at all times of the day and the night but the message that I received yesterday started off with the words this is not a drill and those of you who've served uh, in one way or the other you will know what that means. So I immediately realized that this was not the normal message in the sense that it was um, intel yet to happen. This was something of a, of a great significance. Uh, the original plan was for the president at uh, midnight Eastern, Eastern time, that's the East Coast, uh, to make an address to the people uh, with um, Mike Pompeo doing a half an hour release on Twitter then every 15 minutes, then every 10 minutes, then every five minutes. That was the original plan, a sort of a countdown. That's what the military wanted. That didn't happen in the end because events overtook what was to happen. 
uh, eight days ago, I was told to expect this action not yesterday, but uh, Wednesday to come. So I wasn't expecting this until, you know, three days or so time. Uh, and I had a whole plan laid out to alert all my coordinators uh, for them to pass it on to the members and then, you know, to, to the general public. Uh, that plan went out the window because uh, this operation was brought forward. Um, I need to explain to you what's happened, why that's had to be brought forward. Uh, those of you who've done your research and those of you who haven't, have a good look. You'll know that Pakistan suffered a huge power outage, uh, about 40% of the country. That's a big country. 40% of the country was out. Uh, for most people, they scratch their heads and say, well, we've never heard Pakistan in the news. What's all this about? And uh, I'd like to tell you, um, General Electric... Uh, for those of you who don't know, is a very big defense contractor. It's an American company, uh, and uh, the F-16, I believe, the uh, uh, General Dynamics F-16, I believe, used a General Electric uh, turbojet or a fan jet. Many uh, American fighters have General Electric as the engine. There are three main big companies. One is Pratt & Whitney, the other is General Electric, and the other, of course, is Rolls-Royce. If I've forgotten any of you uh, engine manufacturers, I'm very sorry. Right. President Trump is not at all happy with um, American companies being sold to China, and most of the uh, employees of General Electric didn't realize that they were on the verge of having their company sold to a Chinese conglomerate. And as you know, all Chinese conglomerates lead to the Chinese Communist Party. The, the, the offer bid was $5.4 billion. The deal was to take place in Pakistan. When uh, the Chinese realized that Donald Trump was onto them, predominantly through Nancy Pelosi's laptop and 15 others that were taken during the uh, mayhem in the Capitol building. Uh, they brought forward this deal. They wanted General Electric to, to get across into to China very quickly. Uh, and can you imagine uh, if you were in the United States Air Force or any European Air Force and you should go to war with China, um, you would be flying an aeroplane uh, and fighting an aeroplane that had the same engine that you had that was not ever going to happen. And so what happened was that uh, the plan to go live on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, hello darling, Tuesday or Wednesday was brought forward to last night because the Chinese have brought forward their plan to, to sign the deal, which was to take place in Pakistan. That is why there was an outage in Pakistan. Let's move on quickly. Uh, I, I've only had one report. And those of you who know me, now I don't go live with you guys until I have two uh, independent reports telling me the same thing. I cannot confirm that the Italian Prime Minister has been arrested. Uh, I can tell you that, that it is true that an Italian judge signed a warrant for his arrest and also signed a warrant for the arrest of a very high-ranking leading um, general who was responsible for the Leonardo or Leonardi uh, satellites. The Italian government is up to their neck in this. 
but a deal is trying to be done with the United States or with Trump to say that um, can we please say that the Leonardi satellites were hacked therefore it absolves the Italian government from um, prosecution and I think the Americans might be saying yes okay we'll accept that but you've got to arrest X Y and Z so that's what's happening in Italy uh, there was a, a considerable power outage in Berlin um, don't be surprised because we had all the Dominion servers in Frankfurt in Germany and there was some administrative stuff in Berlin that had to be dealt with that's that there is a curfew in Quebec <clears throat> from uh, 8 p.m. until uh, 5 a.m. and if you're driving from uh, United States into Canada and those borders you might expect your car to be searched I think they're stopping one in every three or one in every five it's a random check so that's going on there yesterday uh, regular troops not National Guard regular troops were deployed in California and I did post that on my website simonparks.org um, and there are some uh, troop movements. Yes, I know there are troop movements all over the place. It's regular, but this was part of this operation. Um, here's the exciting news. Well, it's all exciting, isn't it? <laughs> but the Insurrection Act was signed last night. That is why I got the message. This is not a drill. So the Insurrection Act has been signed by the president. Uh, do not expect President Trump to bother to go to Congress to be inaugurated. Uh, you American guys and lasses will know very well it's not the first time that a president has been inaugurated in the White House and I'm, I'm expecting the president to be inaugurated in the White House. Um, in terms of uh, Britain, uh, I also got a message. The, the people who uh, are, uh, you know, looking after me, can I put it like that, uh, know where I live, and they've said that um, they are expecting some power outages in the United Kingdom, uh, not for very long, but it could affect uh, the pumps, the water pumps that pump our drinking water, and uh, there could be, could be in some areas a power outage with no water being pumped. So if you're in a position this morning or this afternoon, whenever you get this, uh, get yourself some extra drinking water, perhaps fill a bathtub so you can uh, flush your lavatory. Uh, remember, if you have any pets like I do, uh, uh, make sure you keep your bathroom or, or doors closed. Don't let your pets fall and drown in the bathwater. Um, we should expect the big names that we all know and talk about not to go in this first phase there will be a number of phases and you know the, these phases will will occur now those of you who watched my uh, I thought it was quite a nice chat with uh, Charlie Ward and, and Nicholas who was doing the hosting um, I, I knew to an extent what was coming and and I couldn't sort of tell you guys exactly because I didn't know what day it was to be. We knew that it was Tuesday or Wednesday, but there was always a possibility to bring it forward. And if you want to play back that interview, I did my best to tell everybody. Um, I, I, I can't remember if it was a question from Nicholas. I said, um, look, Charlie, um, don't you think we've reached the end of the road? Don't you think we've got to do it? Um, you know, I, I got the joke of, you know, the, the big stick and people say to me, you know, what is it with you Brits? You always want to get in there and, and start walloping. Um, and I said to Charlie, don't you think we've reached the end of the game? Don't you think he needs to sign the Insurrection Act or what have you? Uh, and I think I said to Charlie, don't you think 
it's time to stop dancing around. That was the best thing I could do to say, look, I'm expecting Tuesday, Wednesday, but, you know, they might bring this forward. So check that back and you'll see that I said that. Uh, you'll also, if you check back, goodness knows if you have any time, but check back. And I said of uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, he's going to play a really important role in, in the coming coming weeks. And I said that he had to be pardoned because he couldn't hold office unless the president had pardoned him. And what I can tell you, within 20 minutes of him being pardoned, he had already received all of his top-secret clearances so he could go back into the Pentagon um, and do whatever he needed to do. Um, now, I can't confirm what I'm going to tell you now, but based on, on what I'd already told you guys about Flynn being really important, do not be surprised if Lieutenant General Flynn is put forward as the vice president under Trump in the coming administration. So you sort of heard it here first, but I can't absolutely guarantee that. What I can say to you is that uh, I already knew when he was pardoned and the conversations I had that there was a role. And, and I know some people get a bit cross with me and they were saying, oh, you know, look at Simon's telling, telling the general what to do. No, I wasn't. I was just aware that that Trump had a very big role for Lieutenant General Flynn. Now, that might end up being something else. It might be another post in government, but I wouldn't personally be surprised if he is offered the position of vice president uh, and Trump, of course, will be the president. Um, in fact, the, the, the mainstream media, of course, uh, at this stage will be able to successfully blank everything out. They will be because they are not the target at the moment. And it's so important that, you know, you don't watch mainstream news. Don't watch any clips of the president because they will be CGI changed. They will be hacked so that they don't make any sense or they will just not be carried. You need to get on to those patriot sites that have agreed to carry the president's message in full. If those main sites can't operate because Silicon Valley uh, takes them down, then the emergency broadcast service will be used for the United States, including Hawaii, of course, uh, which will come onto your cell phones and will broadcast messages to you. Um, but that really and truly is a last resort. Uh, and so it's unfolding. Don't expect it within the lightning 24 hours. This is going to have to go on uh, up to about the 19th of January. And uh, thereafter, all of the middle rankers, all of the deeply dug in assets again have to be dealt with. But what has to happen is that Biden has to be arrested and has to be public. Um, I personally don't want any sort of side deals with the man. Um, we were seeing uh, released uh, pictures. Uh, I, I, I asked them not to be shown around my network, except we have what we call in, in Mimi Pro, we have what we call the dark corner, um, because I don't want to stop information, but I don't want uh, people who are in my organization who, you know, 
are going to be traumatized by some of this stuff. So we have what we call the dark corner. And there were pictures that the military have released of Biden's laptop, which are paedophilia photographs. Um, and uh, I know members were very critical of Becky saying, you know, you've, 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 you're pulling these. Now, she acted under my orders because uh, there are plenty of, of, of members of Connecting Consciousness who themselves are survivors of ritual abuse uh, and of paedophilia. And uh, it's not right for them to open their uh, laptops and then be hit with that picture. That isn't about healing. That's trauma. So I've had those removed and we're going to put those in the dark corner. They are genuine pictures uh, of Hunter Biden. Um, some of them, one of them has done the rounds before and the mainstream pulled it very quickly, even closing some sites that were operating it. But there are new new pictures uh, which are available. I don't particularly uh, I've, I've, I've seen them once and I don't need to see them again. I did write that this man needs to be locked up. So this is the situation. Um, you know, I, I don't get uh, the, the, I get the timings that are given to me. Um, and then literally within an hour, those timings can change. So there were some people who got very cross. Uh, look, you know, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to be given a warning and then say, hmm, I better not go with this because do you know what? In an hour, these people might pull this time back. No, my job is to alert you. My job is to tell you. And if I don't get the timings right, I give you the timings that are correctly given to me. But I'm not sitting in the operations room in Texas or and the other two operations rooms that, that President Trump is in. President Trump is not in Camp David at the moment. He's underground with his family in secure locations. As the person said to me, um, a snug is a bug in a rug. So very well protected. And these timings, hello, come and say hello. Come on, friend. These timings are accurately given to me. These actions, hello, darling, accurately given. But they will change at a moment's notice. And as much as perhaps these people do like me, they've got so many other things on their mind that if they've told me, look, it's going to happen at whatever time and whatever day, and then it's brought forward or put back uh, four or five hours, they will say, Simon has alerted his network. They need to be ready. Uh, and if it's four or five hours either way, it doesn't matter because the message has got out. If somebody's going to start moaning at me, you said it would happen now and it happened four hours or five hours later. Well, honestly, I, I've got more on my plate at the moment to deal with than that sort of nonsense. My job is to get the message out. It's your job, if you don't mind me saying so, to do your research, to hit as many of these sites that are still operating and get that information and do it. Um, you know, we, we, we're getting, of course, we're getting a lot of the uh, Antifa uh, Black Lives Matter attack now. Um, I expect that. Uh, I will be as open and truthful with you as I can. And when I'm told I can't disclose something, I'll disclose it in another way <laughs> because I am absolutely committed to giving you the truth and the facts that are given to me. But if I'm only getting it from one source, I will wait until I get an independent source that corroborates it, and then I'm confident, and I'll give it to you guys. There is one source that I don't have to do that with. There's one source that comes to me um, that's coming from uh, a member of somebody that's close with the uh, decision-making team. I don't need a second on that one. I'll get that. I'll go with it. And that's the one that said to me, this is no drill, and you know, I, I'm getting that information. 
also we've got we've had blackout in Pakistan I've explained why blackout in Berlin has to do with <clears throat> dominion and some individuals and um, we've got the closing of some of the borders uh, between the United States and Canada that's because they're particularly worried about somebody a group trying to escape into Canada uh, I can tell you that the United States Air Force uh, is absolutely watching the skies for any private aircraft attempting to leave that doesn't have authorization uh, I can tell you that the United States Coast Guard and the, the, the Navy are looking for any private yachts or boats that are trying to break cover and escape uh, this is a very exciting time it's what we predicted uh, mainstream will at the moment be able to cover this because it's not it's not a great tsunami they can cover it we're building towards that um, the difficulty with the Pope sorry I'm going back but you know it's been it's been an exciting time the difficulty with the Pope is that I received one piece of information in the summer of last year that he'd already been taken out do you remember that uh, TV thing where the Pope news broadcast where the Pope came to the window to address the uh, faithful and then he disappeared before he went back in I can confirm to you that was uh, either a holograph or CGI I, I personally believe it was holograph I've had these holographs demonstrated to me and I talked uh, to Charlie Ward about that that's why I deliberately did it because I knew that the Pope was going to be one of the first targets but I couldn't tell you that but I could just tell you about the holograph when you see it side on it's as thin as a piece of paper um, so if let us say that the, that the Pope has already been removed and was removed last summer uh, it's very easy to arrest a dead man it's very easy for Italy to say yeah we've arrested the Pope <laughs> um, because it's no skin off their nose as we say in Great Britain it's no problem for them uh, it, there's no issue for them but let's just say he's not dead uh, then they will have to at some point arrest him because he's absolutely implicated in uh, the, the, the satellites were controlled by the Vatican if he's no longer there then it's some of the cardinals who are deeply embedded with the satanic forces that have you know, manipulated that now you know that news, if that news comes out, that's why Italy and a lot of Catholics in strong positions in, in the good guys' positions in the White Hats are very unhappy about releasing information around the Catholic faith because it will, um, it will destroy the Catholic faith. It will destroy it to its core if it was released that uh, the Pope indeed had been involved in paedophilia or had done this or had done that. So that's a really difficult one now for those of us who uh, you know fight the good fight we would say so what and I would say let the truth come out I, I've always consistently said that the public need to have all the truth laid out on the table in front of them because I personally believe that people can take it I personally believe that people have the right to see everything and then make their own mind up well I'm not I'm not in America yet. <laughs> I'm not there making those decisions. And so you might well find that the decision is made that the damage in in destroying a what is perhaps the world's biggest religion from the Western perspective uh, is not worth having. But it's all playing out. It's all happening. And I will give you the updates if those emergency broadcasts come onto your cell phone in the United States, I think you will be told to stay indoors, um, to perhaps prepare some food, water, 
to listen to particular broadcasts do not go on to mainstream media they are at war now with uh, the republic and you know that's where we are with it so thanks very much I need to get this out I hope Andy will be in a position to get this out quickly thanks very much take care I find it quite interesting that somebody from Britain knows that we're a republic and everybody else calls us a democracy. You know, the British know it. Why can't we know it? Because we've been lied to all these years uh, to believe that we're a democracy. Those that want us to fall want us to be a democracy because if we're a democracy, the next step is, is socialism. But no, we are a constitutional republic and always have been one and hopefully always will be one. And um, I'll tell you, Brian, the guy was more American than a lot of Americans are, don't you think? Yeah, he, he was. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish some of our politicians had his convictions. Yeah. So, um, no, you're right. And uh, he was intriguing to listen to and. And I'm listening to him, folks, and I'm thinking, he, he's talking about us. He's talking about where we live. He's talking about our president. I mean, I mean, pinch yourself. I mean, this is really happening in our country. You know, we've been so accustomed to the change of power every four years, and maybe we don't agree 100% with whatever's in the office, but we've never been afraid for our liberties and our freedoms. And now right. with covid And we've seen what these uh, lockdowns have done by some of these uh, governors that have not had our best interests at hand. Um, We are now see Biden and Kamala Harris may come in there and what they would do, because we got a taste of it in California and Oregon. Right, Dave? Yeah. And um, so that's there's a lot on the line. And um, like I said before, um, God is in control. I know it's easy to say that, but he is. And uh, and I, I'm a Christian. I've been a believer since I was uh, I don't know 12 or I'm 62. But um, one thing one thing the, the Democrats do, and one thing that Satan does, two separate entities here. They both deal with fear. Fear is their number one weapon. Uh, um, you know, fear and doubt. You know, Satan attacked Jesus in the wilderness. You know. Command these stones, you know, though, you know, he bred from these stones and, and, and he's, he's going after him because he was in a weak state. Right. But Jesus didn't give in. Jesus didn't buckle to the fear and intimidation and the doubt. And what are the Democrats? And not just, you know, I shouldn't say Democrats because I'm going to take that back, folks, because there's some really good Democrats out there that love our country. I'm talking about the progressive liberals that want to change our Constitution. My, my parents, uh, God bless them, are gone now. They were Democrats and they were good, good people. Hmm. And I have many relatives that are. So I'm talking about people that want to burn our cities, who want to take our guns away, who don't want us to meet in churches anymore. That's who I'm talking about. It says some really good Democrats out there that love this country as much as we do. And they hate what's happening. And so but the liberals and the progressives, their whole thing is fear and doubt they they cause calamity uh you know calamities to happen and things to happen in this country and then they use those very things to change the laws 
under the guise that we're going to protect you and we're going to keep you safe. 9-11 is an example. COVID is an example. And uh, the government is going to come to the rescue. And I'm telling you, government is not going to rescue us. us. God is going to rescue us. And, and the American people sticking together as a, as a country and taking care of your neighbor next door, that's who's going to get us through this. And the Constitution was put there not to um, protect the government. It was, uh, it was put there to protect the government and keep them away from us, give us authority over the government, we the people. And now these leaders have gotten so power hungry and they've been in there so long in these positions, they have lost their perspective. Maybe they never had it, that they think that we work for them. They think that we are their servants. And I'm talking Republicans and Democrats uh, as far as the party. And uh, there are a few good on each side, as I said, but there's a lot that aren't. And they just want to use their power to take our freedoms away. And uh, remember growing up, Dave, you probably remember this, uh, don't trust anybody over 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and what happened to that? Why are we trusting the government? You're trust. Why do people uh, uh, I'm not going to take the vaccine. I know there's some people out there that might differ with me. But, you know, uh, there's a rule of thumb when a when a car manufacturer makes a brand new car for the first time, a new model, let's say, you usually don't want to go out and buy that first model that first year because they, all the bugs are in it, you know. Right. Uh, and a perfect example, if some of you out there <laughs> hopefully will remember the Pinto, the Ford Pinto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not a good car to go out and buy for the first time because when you got rear-ended, it blew up. That's right. So, um uh, that's what I'm saying. This vaccine's only taken six months to put out there. And, you know, bless Trump's heart. He pushed to get out there, but he's not in control of Pfizer and these companies. They they backstabbed him and who knows what they put in it. But um, you cannot trust the government to take care of you. That's why our system of laws and that's why our Constitution was set up. We the people. We take care of our own country. We put in positions of power who we vote in that we trust. And then when they betray us and break the Constitution, that's when we vote them out of office. But the problem is, at this time in history, so many of the laws have been changed, it's going to be hard to vote people out now. Even in the, these, these local elections, with all the voting systems and all the fraud and, and the computers and all the stuff they have now to hack, it's going to be really, really hard unless somebody gets in there like a Donald Trump or someone like him in, at, at a, not just a federal level, but a state level and is a bulldog and gets in there and is not afraid and changes these laws back to where they were before 2020 took place. And so um, mail-in ballots are good if you can't get out. If you're handicapped, I get that. But absentees are good. Uh, they were there for that very reason. Uh, if you were overseas as a military person, but I, I voted in the last election. I st stuck my card in this computer and just sucked it up. And I'm like, yeah. where to go? Where to go? Uh, how do I know it's really who? How do I know it's really legit? How do right. I know my vote? And that's what I'm saying, people, and to you, Dave. It's just this time we live in is unprecedented. Uh, in American history, 
this is a turning point and it's nothing to be afraid. I guess, yeah, you could be afraid. Obviously there's things to be afraid of, but don't let the fear control your decision-making. Trust mm-hmm. God, trust the Lord, you know, read the Bible, pray, calm yourself down, never make decisions in the midst of turmoil. You'll never make a good decision or never make a decision when you're gripped with fear and anxiety. Calm yourself down and be prepared. And um, Joseph got Egypt prepared. God used him to save uh, that nation. That wasn't a godly nation, but God saved that nation through Joseph by giving him wisdom to store up grain for seven years and food. So it's totally biblical to do that, to, to store up your food, to take care of yourself. But also remember your, your neighbor. Don't, it's not get so uh, where we forget our family, our neighbors that live right next to us, or maybe an elderly person or, or somebody, uh, a single mom with a couple of kids um, that live all around us because that's who God has put in our, our, our life circle, wherever you live. That's where God puts you, and he puts you there for a reason. Even the neighbor you may not get along with may need you uh, during a hard time. And that's the best way to show God's love is during a hard time, bring them some food, you know, bring them water or, or invite them over. But use wisdom in all this, folks, because we're entering a time that we're in right this very moment. <laughs> and for the next week or two, it's going to be really strange. And... Um, if Biden stays in, I only God knows the total future. Dave and I can speculate and stuff, but it's God that really knows. And if he's in there, this country's in for a wild ride in the next, uh, actually the next four years, but the next six months, you're going to see drastic changes. Uh, don't freak out. Uh, God's in control. Our country is strong. We have a strong core of people here that are God-fearing, loving, good people. And we'll get through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, um, Windsong is asking uh, a different topic for a moment. Uh, if Biden becomes president, will he tear down the wall that Trump has been building on the Mexican border? If he sure. does so, how foolish. Just asking for terrorists, etc., to enter our country, don't you think? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he actually said he was going to tear down the wall. I thought. I thought he actually said that. Yeah. I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Well, basically, he's going to try to do undo everything that Trump did. You know, he he um, oh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember if it was Harris or it was Biden. Um, I heard it this morning. We were listening. We have a Sirius satellite uh, in the car, and we were listening to the Patriot Channel. <clears throat> and uh, the question was, do you um, oh, what the heck was it? Um. It had to do with all with what Biden would do. Uh, oh, do you think that he'd um, enter us back into the World Health Organization? And the answer was an unequivocal yes from the people that he that were talking on the radio. You know, everything that Trump has done, he'll put us back with that uh, the agreement with the Chinese because you know he's nothing but a Chinese agent, basically. Yeah. Um, you know he'll. Um, uh, he'll put us back into that uh, Paris Accord, you know, which which will you know bankrupt the country and, and things like that. And uh, it's it's not a pretty picture. But like you said, God's in control and He takes care of His own. 
You know, he really yeah. does. And maybe, maybe the, uh, the, uh, enemies, our enemies seeing that God take, is taking care of us while they're standing in bread lines and, and, um, <clears throat> you know, in, in mile long gas station lines, um, that were, that were prospering. Maybe that's what it's going to take for a lot of people to, to see, first of all, that, uh, socialism isn't what it's cracked up to be. But second of all, that God takes care of his own. And they're going to want to know more, and they're going to start asking questions, and it could possibly lead to part of the revival. But you were talking earlier about the uh, the more orphan, you know, taking care of the orphans and uh, the single mother and stuff like that. And that is exactly, um, if you look at the um, what the tithe, what the tithe was for, it was to take care of the priests. Well, we don't have priests anymore because we're all kings and priests. Um, but it was also to take care of the widow the fatherless and, and the, um, and the orphan. And, um, even when they gleaned the fields, they were supposed to leave the corners so that the, uh, the poor people could go in and glean the corners of the field. And, um, so it's, uh, and then you look at, uh, I think we talked about this last week. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, Jesus said, well, you know, what they asked him, what are the two greatest commandments? And he said, um, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And who's your neighbor? Well, everybody's your neighbor. <clears throat> Even your enemy is your neighbor because uh, the good Samaritan, you know, the Jews hated the Samaritans. But the, the Samaritan was the only one that stopped and helped the Jewish guy that had been attacked and robbed. Um, yeah. put, him, put him in a, a nice place to recover and paid for his care and the whole nine yards. You know, so that's what we're supposed to be doing. And, um, so, you know, I, you know, where it comes to tithing, I, I quit a long time ago. I mean, I give, um, as the Lord leads me to give, but I, you know, you got to look at certain things. You got to look at if a church is being a good steward of the money, you know, if they're, if they're just using it to buy the pastor a Harley or, or to pay for his car payment and stuff like that, um, no, that's not being a good steward or, or erecting a giant Christmas tree. And in the, in the, that's a whole other subject. Um, but, um, you know, but if he's using it to, to feed the poor, to make a, maybe a food closet where people could come get food, um, a clothes closet where people can come get clothes when they, when they need clothes and, and uh, open up a soup kitchen or that's the one thing I used to love about Union Gospel, Gospel Mission down in Sacramento. You know, they fed the poor. They didn't care who you were. If you were poor, you know, you got to eat. The only requirement they had was that you sat in there and listened to the sermon. Because, they're, yeah. they're, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat, the Bible says. And so they figured that listening to the sermon was, was would be working. And uh, so anyway, um, you know, they, they, um, they had quite a congregation of people that would hang around the Union Gospel Mission. And if you drove through that part of town, boy, you locked your doors, you know, because it was a natural instinct. But most of the people that were there were basically harmless, you know. And uh, I remember when um, we had the uh, the funeral for my first wife, we had it there. And, um, and you know, the, the crowds of homeless and stuff were standing outside. And people had to drive past them to come into the, the uh, little compound area in order to attend the funeral. A lot of people were freaked out about that, you know, and it's like, well, that's the people that Jesus came for, <laughs> you know, you're, you're disappointed that, you know, we're having this, 
uh, surrounded by the people that Jesus came for, you know, um, if you don't like it, leave, you know, that was my, my attitude. But, um, anyway, um, yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to be taking care of each other and taking care of other people and whatever happens, um, you know, peripherally that that's what happens. And, um, you know, hopefully the, the news that we've received this week is, uh, is good news and it will happen. And, um, maybe the Republic will be saved for another four, eight, twelve, sixteen hundred years. Who knows? But, um, it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to, um, it's going to be hard for people like me and you because I know that you probably work with a lot of leftists. I work with a lot of leftists, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we're going to have to endure. We're going to have to, probably drive halfway around town to get to work because there's going to be people out in the streets destroying things and everything else. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's a time that's still coming and, um, we'll see what will happen, but it, it could be that, um, law and order will be restored quickly. So, um, that's why we need to keep in prayer and, and bringing that subject up. Maybe that's what we should do now. So we've been on for a couple of hours, but, um, so father, yeah. um, we come to you right now in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And we just, we just pray for our nation. We pray for safety for our listeners, for us, for our families, but also for everybody. And father, we're the first to admit that, um, if any country deserves to be judged, it's this one, because it's different when, when, when a country doesn't know your laws and precepts and they break them. But when a country knows what's right and they still do what's wrong, that's, that's, you know, twice as worse. So, you know, we, we, we thank you for your faithfulness and that what you've done so far. And, and we confess the sins of our people, of our nation. And, uh, we just ask for you to forgive us that you would bring healing to our land and to our people and that you would bring a great revival to our land and to our people and that it would spread throughout the world. Um, we thank you for the, like the guy in Britain that's keeping an eye on us and on what's happening here and, and is alerting people and, uh, and other people around the world that don't even know the United States, but love the United States. We thank you. You've put a love for this country and other people's hearts. Um, we pray for Israel that you would, um, loosen up the bonds that are, that are going on right now with the uh, COVID-19 and the restrictions that you would help the uh, the leadership in Israel to realize that they're they're being a little too strict and rough on people and um, that they need to, to ease up and let up. And uh, we pray that you would make travel for, for our loved ones from there a lot easier, um, that you would work miracles in that regard. And um, we thank you for family and friends and, and, and loved ones, and uh, we just pray for their safety, uh, especially during this time. And um, if it is your will, I mean, I sure hope it's not. But if it's your will that that Biden and Harris get in, um, we just pray that you protect us and keep us safe, and and that you uh, you do marvelous exploits um, that the heathen will see and and comment about in a positive way, and that they'll see you and know you and want to know you and and will ask us and that that would bring revival but in any case bring revival to our land in one way or another and and uh thank you for for Brian and for the radio show and for listeners like Windsong and and uh Lynn that's usually here um we just uh pray for that you would bless them keep them safe too cuz some of them live in cities and uh and they need to be kept 
kept and taken care of, Father, and watch over Brian down in uh, in uh, Los Angeles County, Father, and take care of him and watch over his family and 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 our whole extended family here. Um, but we we do recognize you. We recognize you as our Lord and Savior, the Savior of the world, actually. Um, and we recognize that you you died for us and that you rose again on the third day. And that through you, our sins are not just covered like they were in the Old Testament, but they're washed away like they never existed. And help us to always realize that. And, well, thank you, Lord. And um, until we meet again next week or sooner, if the case may be, um, we just pray that you would just bless our audience and bless us and and um, and just help us all to cope and to be good stewards and and good followers of you, and to be an example of who you are in this world, in Yeshua's holy name. Amen and amen. Amen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I lost you sorry. I, I, sorry. I, I, I had it on pause while you were praying. So, I mean, okay. on, or I just super off. On mute. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's okay, no problem. Well, you be blessed, Brian. We're living in the seventies. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> you know, you we are who we are, right? Um, That's right. <laughs> Win song. Have a blessed week, and um, everybody else, you have a blessed week too. And um, let's just hope for the best and pray for the best, and um, and watch it happen in Yeshua's name. So, good night, y'all. All right. Good night. Night. Good night.